The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it, come on, shall eat the what? Fruit! Fruit! Fruitful! Fruit! And I'm saying you can say some things in the middle of some plague going on, and the next thing you know, no angels are protecting. No, come on now. And I'm saying that wasn't the way God intended it. He intended for you and me to make the right choice. We have to now know that if God sends us somewhere, that he's protecting us. As ambassadors, you are being sent. You were chosen by God. And over in John, John chapter 17, he said, as the father has sent me, so I send you. Now let's just look at this ambassador for just a minute. So this whole idea about an ambassador, and this is somebody that's appointed by a government, by a government. The ambassadors of the United States all work for the government. They are all, in, in the case of you, it's a government of the kingdom of God. And the Bible said in Philippians chapter three and verse 20 in the Amplified um, translation, it says, but we are citizen of, of what? Of the who? State. Uh, no, no, wait a minute. We are citizens of the state. I want you to get that first. It's about every ambassador works for the State Department. State Department. Every ambassador reports to Pompeo in this particular case because they're working for the State Department. That's their chain of command. And that's why this Benghazi thing was such a question because Anytime an ambassador is sent to a state or nation, they're sent there to represent the government. So they're sent from the United States to another place to represent the government. And they're sent there and they are officials from this country that they're sent from to take care of diplomatic relations and business on behalf of their government. Okay. Now they are limited in what they can say. They can't say anything that's not in their government's constitution, the Bible. They can't, can't say anything but that, see. And so here, you know, when you got this, this, this government or this ambassador, this ambassador is not expected to live on the level of the place that they went to. Let's say the place that had been sent to is maybe an undeveloped country. Well, they're not expected to live on that level. Everything gets flown in. Everything, everything. If there's something severe that's happening and the ambassador needs physician, they fly him out or her and take care of him. But I'm saying that the provisions of the ambassador don't come from the nation. The provision of the ambassador. See, I put something on my notes here. Once you are appointed and sent, you are pulled out of the system of the government 
of this world. And now you are a personal responsibility of the new government you represent. You represent a new government now. And they didn't send you there looking for work. If you're going to represent the country as an ambassador, they're responsible for taking care of you. And they're responsible for taking care of you on the level of the place you came from. Are are you with me here now? Now understand, for you, you're a citizen of heaven, the commonwealth, put that scripture back up there again, commonwealth, homeland, which is where? Heaven. You're going to live here like you're there. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 21. He says, to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth. Uh, Go to Jesus, Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. Jesus said it this way. He said, thy kingdom, what? Come. Thy will be done, what? In earth as where? It is in heaven. Now I'm, I'm saying something because heaven, the, the seeds of the garden of Eden came from heaven because Eden was a type of heaven upon the earth. Everything, gold was out. And if you go to heaven, where is gold? It's on the streets, it's out. I'm saying something. I wrote down here, Eden, the place of voluptuous living. Voluptio, voluptuous living. And that's where God would have you and I to live. I, I define the word voluptuous because I know some people are trying to um, figure out what is voluptuous. Um, it says, given to the enjoyment of luxury and pleasantry. It says, indulging to excess in sensual gratification. That's what it said voluptuous is. It's a place of luxury. Eden is. I'm not talking about um, 49th Street. I'm talking about Eden. Are you following what I'm saying? I'm saying, I'm not talking about any street, I'm talking down. My point to you is, is wait, wait a second. Part of our witness is going to be that we're not living like the environment that we have come into to represent our king. Say amen to this. And so as an ambassador, if you look on my passport, it it says something like, I don't know, property of the state or something like that, but the uh, state department. So I'm, I mean, as I go there, 
I'm representing the State Department of America. And as you're in this earth, you're representing the State Department of the kingdom of God. And the Father being over it all and Jesus being the Secretary of State. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying he, you're representing the king. He's a king and so forth. And, and remember, well, I'm not going into it, the Roman government, but the, the fact of it is, is that uh, as you go there, you're going to be provided for. He's, he's not trying to get you to go there to earn a living. You're not earning a living. Your government supports you. Look what he says in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Your government supports you. Who goeth to warfare anytime as his own expense or charges? God doesn't send me as a military man. I don't report to my next base in the Air Force. And he says this, oh, Captain Winston, welcome. Um, listen, we're so glad to have you, but we just found out you're going to have to buy your own jet. Now, what is that? No, the, the embassy or the place where he's going to stay is already there. Say amen to that. The, 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 everything that he would need, his car, everything. He's not riding in a car representing some poverty place. He's riding in a car, living in a place where it reflects the nation by which he or she has come from. No, you got to get me now because if you don't see yourself an ambassador, then you're going to have to go to work. And you're going to have to earn your own. Now, God wants you to work, but you're not working for a living. You're not trying to earn something. Yours has been earned by Christ. Say amen. amen. Jesus said, all that the father has is mine. Now, what does the father have? He owns everything. He said, it's mine. But then he said in Romans chapter eight, you are joined as with me. That doesn't mean he gets 50 and you get 50. It means he gets a hundred and you get a hundred. Say amen to this. So you're going to represent a government that has such enormous wealth until you'll never run out. So any project that you're assigned to, the wealth has been set aside so you won't have to beg, borrow, or steal from anybody to get that job done. That's called kingdom. And, and so God wants you to live that way. If you don't know that, this thing doesn't work for you because it says over in Mark's gospel, chapter nine, verse 23, he said, if thou can believe that all things, come on, are possible to them that believe. So I got to believe this so that the reality of it can come into my heart, into my mind, into my life. Say amen to that. Are you with me so far? Say, I am an ambassador for Christ. All right. Now suppose you want to know what your daily assignments are. Well, that's why you get up and have devotion because now the secretary of state or the king is going to be talking to you through the Holy Spirit 
telling you what your assignment is for that day. Come on, folks, this thing, it's, it's real. See, you hear what I'm saying here? How about your condition? Now, what we said last time is that you have something called diplomatic immunity. Diplomatic immunity. In other words, God didn't just drop you off in a nation and say, go for yourself. No, he didn't. Look at what Jesus said. Now, he said he's the original ambassador. So he's gone back, seated at the right hand of the Father. Now he's the king directing traffic. And he now is telling you where to go. He said in John 17, as the Father sent me, now I'm sending you. All right? Now, look what he said in Matthew 26, because he's talking about his protection in that foreign nation. Because they said, hey, don't you know we can do this and do that to you? He said, thinketh thou that I can now pray the Father and he shall pres presently give me what? More than, come on, 12 legions of angels. 12 legions of angels. This is to protect him from the enemy to try to get to try to destroy him from, from not finishing his work here in this earth. So he didn't have any problems with it. He knew that he could pray and the angels would come and they'd get him out of anything. Over in 2 Kings chapter 19, the man prayed, the king, and he prayed because the enemy was too much for him. And in verse 35 of 2 Kings, uh, chapter 19 in verse 35. And it came past that night that the angel of the Lord went out and smote in the camp of Assyria a hundred and four score and five thousand. And when they were, arose early in the morning, behold, they were all dead corpses. Not some of them living, all dead. All dead. No, this is the protection that you have. The Bible says over in Hebrews chapter one and verse 14, the Bible says to you, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be what? Heirs of salvation, the ambassadors. So the angels are ministering what? Spirits. Spirits, meaning that you can't see them. But when you call. See, so you, you cannot go into these places and listen to the news talking about diseases and so forth and start saying something crazy. Because then your angels would just back up and let you get your head beat in because they uh, cannot overstep your authority. Now, can we keep going? Yes. So how about in, I, uh, in Psalm chapter 91, and over in Psalm chapter 91, look what it says here. There shall no evil befall you, ambassador, neither shall any plague 
come nigh your dwelling. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but this disease shall not come now, you. Only with your eyes shall you behold, see the reward of the wicked. Why? Because you've made the Lord, which is your refuge, even the most high, come on, your habitation. There shall no, no evil, no evil befall you. Neither shall any come nigh your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you. And they're going to what? Psalm, Psalm chapter 103 and verse 19. The Lord has prepared his throne in the heavens and his kingdom ruled over all. Angels are part of his kingdom and it's going to rule over all. God always leaves you with a choice. He always leaves you with a choice. And you can choose one or the other. Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19. And he says, I call heaven and earth the record this day against you that I've set before you life and death. Come on. Blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose what? Life that both you and your seed may live. Now, how do you choose it? Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it, come on, shall eat the what? Fruit, fruit, fruitful, fruit. And I'm saying you can say some things in the middle of some plague going on and the next thing you know, no angels are protecting. No, come on now. And I'm saying that wasn't the way God intended it. He intended for you and me to make the right choice. Over in the book of Genesis and Genesis chapter 37, and this is when Jacob's sons played a trick on Jacob. And what they did is they brought, verse 32, they brought Joseph's clothing with blood on it. And they sent the coat of, my, of many colors and they brought it to the father, to their father, and said, this have we found. Know now, whether it be thy son's coat or no. And he knew it and said, it is my son's coat. An evil beast has devoured him. Joseph is without doubt what? Ren and Peter. This is the father. What did he choose? He chose death. Why? 
because he saw circumstances which the enemy deceptively put up. And I'm telling you, you can't go by what you see. You've got to go by your constitution, which says that a thousand may fall at your side, that if you hold your mouth, you'll rescue not only you, but your seed. And that media is trying to paint a picture that this thing's supposed to come to you too. It'll try to qualify you. Well, it seems to be having most effect on people over this age and people who've got some other diseases and so forth. Get rid of that. Come on, that enemy is using that media to stir up fear. And fear will make you say stuff that you never thought you would say. Job said, teach me in chapter 6 of Job and I'll hold my tongue. I think it's 24. And show me where I have messed up. He said, I'll hold my tongue. The reason why I got wiped out in my business, I got my kids are killed, so forth, because of my tongue. My tongue, I could have held my tongue and protected my whole house. But that enemy will show you things over and over again in your mind and over and over again in your mind and then that condemnation come in and say, oh yeah, I did that when I was unsaved and I shouldn't have done that. And next thing you do, you're weakening, weakening, pretty soon start coming out your mouth. Now the angels going to fold their hands. Now that's just what Satan wants you because he wants a representative. He wants to hit somebody and say, see there? No, see there, they could have, should have shut their mouth. And I'm telling you, life and death, where? On the power of the tongue. So I don't care how bad it looks, you speak life. Say amen to that. I'm telling you, the devil can even make the instruments that the doctor used be off. told this man took x-rays that he had cancer and he got there and he did an autopsy when he died and was not a trace of cancer in his body. I don't believe nothing but the word of God. Today's message, God's Protection in Troubled Times, is available in its entirety on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order in the U.S., call 800-711-9327 or go online at BillWinston.org. In Canada, call us at 844-298-2900 or go online at BillWinston.ca. As a kingdom citizen, God has promised to protect and provide for you, independent of what's going on in the world today. We're living in uncertain times. This teaching is needed now more than ever to strengthen our faith in God's protection and provision for our lives and the lives of our loved ones. Today's message will help you build a shield of faith around you so that you won't only survive during these times, but thrive like never before. Get a copy of today's message, God's Protection in Troubled Times, for yourself and bless a friend with a copy as well. My name is Clint, and well, I was the first partner in Durban, South Africa. 
After I got saved, I needed some word. And so I was told about this little church in Florida Road that carried material. And so I went into this little book room. I came across Dr. Winston's material. I grabbed that. I took one. I listened to one. I grabbed another one. Then I grabbed the whole lot. It wasn't enough that was in that shop. And so I needed more. And so I became a partner. I got material from overseas. We started to order material, download material, just get whatever I could and consume it. Uh, because that word of faith has something in it. And that spirit of faith that is in him came in me. This word was starting to work. Um, the blessing was starting to flow. My wife and I, we wanted children. We, we wanted to start a family. And so we tried for four years to start a family. And um, we tried everything. We went to doctors, nothing was working. We got medication. We did whatever we could in the natural. But Dr. Winston spoke about one thing. He said, if you can get seed in your heart in a particular area, that thing is forced to be produced in your heart. And he taught us about the kingdom. And he said in Mark chapter 4 that uh, as if a man casts seed into his heart, he shall sleep and rise night and day, and the seed will grow. And so the one day the Holy Spirit said to me, he said, Clint, do you remember that? I said, yeah, I remember that. He said, I want you to get children's seed. And so I gathered up as many children's seed as I could. Uh, one of them was, your children will be like olive trees around about your table. And I put that up all over the house. And I put up uh, Romans 4. He staggered out of the promise of God. And we put it on the mirror and we spoke that thing. And we spoke that thing and we spoke about the children. And then we set up a nursery and we put a cot in there. And then we put a pram in there, and then we bought our first son's clothes. And uh, we gave him a name. And so we started to see the invisible. And within 10 days, she pulled out one of these pregnancies. She said, Clint, I'm pregnant. Well, I kind of shouldn't have been shocked, but I was shocked. Because that word had manifested itself so quickly. It's kind of like it overrode every system. I mean, for four years in the natural, we tried. Here, supernaturally, he does it in 10 days out of the Word of God. And he said to me, he said, Clint, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. Nothing was made without the Word. And the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst you. My little boy, you can touch him, you can feel him. He's become flesh. But he was lifted off the pages of Scripture. And Dr. Winston has helped us. So this word has inside of it something that can completely transform your life and take you from a pit to the palace. Whether it's helping you to believe God for the wonderful promise of a child or encouraging you to step out on faith and start your own business, Bill Winston Ministries is committed to teaching the uncompromised word of God to help you experience the full life God intended. Through our broadcast and international missions, we continue to minister to millions of people around the world who need the power of the good news of Jesus Christ. We invite you to partner with us today and help us to reach millions more to let them know God is a savior and he can do the impossible in their lives. To become a partner, visit our website today at billwinston.org partner. Together, we are transforming the world with the love of Christ. 
Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry.